Okay, everyone. Welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. This is going to deal with the wrestling portion. Yes, I I do know I'm getting to the, you know, whole thing with setting it up online. I would normally will do it tomorrow. You know, since it's Friday anyway. Set it up tomorrow. You know, I've been busy doing things with my, you know, new job, getting that together and whatnot. So I will be doing a live stream tomorrow. So we'll definitely check out for that, where I talk about things in wrestling news. Definitely give my viewpoint on the whole thing with Brock Lesnar. Let's be real, that's what it's going to be mostly focused on. And basically give you an idea of better competitors for Roman Reigns. You know, and I don't just mean, you know, giving him better forms of dog food. Don't worry about that. But what I'm talking about is giving him actual, you know, real wrestlers to go against. You know, can you go check on that, make sure that everything's good in the oven? I'm doing this. But anyway. You don't know how to take your phone with you? I'm trying to say, going to say is I'm going to basically set up competitors that could actually beat Roman Reigns and go on to become something of themselves. So that's going to be a part of the live stream. You know, I'll do things like have the pictures of the wrestlers that I'm going to do. It's going to be my top 10, basically. You know, with my... Anything going on? Or just good? Okay, thanks. <laughs> but basically, it's going to be, you know, in no real order, except for number one. Of course, it'll be in a big, big order. But I'll give that during the live stream the top 10 wrestlers who I believe should be, you know, given instead of Brock Lesnar, basically. And these are guys, again, like I said, will be beating Roman Reigns and carrying the title themselves. Of course, we know, I'm going to tell you the truth, the second person is going to be Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so, you know, he's not number one. Not my number one, by the way. Yes. I know, right? Wow, Cody Rhodes. But again, I the reason why I said number two, because Brock Lesnar, of course, wouldn't be in a situation Cody Rhodes wasn't already in. You know. Don't mute. Saying the word Disney on there, getting my shit pulled off real quick. Not talking about wrestling. The House of Mouse was told my shit down. Well, oh, they don't even know my shit is up there. Anyways, who gives a shit? But <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, so that's what you'd be looking out for. I put Cody Rhodes number two because <laughs> obviously in this situation but if he was healthy, you know Brock Lesnar wouldn't be even be here in the situation. <laughs> so that's why we put number two. And of course we know the situation he's dealing with. Don't worry, I will restate the same thing during the uh you know Live stream, but now, but this podcast is about. It's talking about something that 
were brought up due to Booker T, by the way. Hall of Famer Booker T. He brought up the fact that individuals in AEW, he named, dropped Adam Cole, you know, need, need to put on some weight. Because people like that are prone to injury. Which, yes, in case, true. But it wasn't as if he's talking about five pounds. No, he's talking about 10 to 20. Significant, seeable weight. Mm. So. Mm. Oh, you need to go in the uh, room and grab the uh, charger. I was charging up mine. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, yeah, as I was saying, I was... Don't worry, I'm about to let you talk and then I'll go grab it since you don't want to go get up and grab it. But, as I was saying, he wants something like that. Where you have visible weight on you. And, basically, he was trying to say that he they need to be more, like, bodybuilders. So, Eddie Kingston came out and said, like, hey, don't be body shaming <laughs> uh, wrestlers. Not everybody needs to be a in peak physical condition on like, you know, bodybuilders. Everybody need to be Bobby Lashley, you know. And as King said, like most of the bodybuilders you see, you know, you won't want to be you they don't want to be in a real fight. It'll be the guys with the uh, like him that you see you know are real tough guys and actually be willing to fight you. You know, money be damned, they want to throw down. He called Eddie Kingston, literally pointed to people like Dusty Rhodes, which is true, by the way. Dusty Rhodes was one of the individuals that would throw hands with you in real life. Of course, a lot of those old school WWE, WWF superstars was like that. They came from that type of area anyway. So... He pointed out to people like that, that didn't have the best physical physique, but they were the best wrestlers. And one, some of them, most of them were the well-known wrestlers. While you had these, you know, big bodybuilders that fade away, you know, going to obscurity. Because they don't have anything but their looks, their bodybuilders, you know. I'm physically strong. That's the only thing that, that, that you know, goes with me, you know. And he pointed that out. So, what we're going to talk about is, do wrestlers need to have that type of physique? Or don't they? Do they need to be super jacked? You know, do, exactly. Do they need to be super jacked in order to be pro wrestlers? Do all pro wrestlers need to be that way? So, Alexis, I'm going to let you go ahead and talk while I go grab your charger for you. Said no because you need the tall, slim person. You need the stocky person. You need your big guys that's four, three hundred, two hundred, you know, pounds. You need a variety of body types so that the audience can see themselves as wrestlers or get behind because. Yes, even though you be right, well, I can't even wrestle, but if they look like that, I know I could do it if I really wanted to if I had the money and to be able to train. So, for me, I'll have to agree. 
I mean, I'm looking at WWE right now, and I'm seeing a lot of different body types. You have your small build flyers. Your cruiserweights. Yeah, your cruiserweights, you know. You have your luchadors, like Rey Mysterio. You have your Otis, which are, you know, small stocky dudes. And, of course, you have that same thing in the females with Dewdrop, right? I'm seeing an AEW, you know, like, um, you know the chick named, uh, Dranzy? Nala Rose. I know her name is Rose. I need to know the purpose of Nala. Nala Rose. And I said it purposely that she's a Dranzy because it is. Right. And guess what? There's nothing bad about that. Because why? The thing that, you know, normally people pay, you know, oh my God, you know, she has, you know, male testosterone. She, she, she has, she has the body type that they need. And I'm going to tell you the truth. More likely, if she was a Barbie doll, she wouldn't have made it. I'm just very sure to tell you. If she was a Barbie doll, I'm sorry. Yes, you know, they want to be include, have inclusion and shit, but that's not going to be enough. She's been cut real fast. But that body type says, what? Oh, wait. I can put you in matches where you are dominating people and it doesn't look like it's fake. Right? That's the reason why you need these body types. You have to have your flyers who can, you know, fly around the ring and whatnot. Give oohs and ahs. They jump over the top rope. Jump off the top turnbuckle. 450 splashes. Moonsaults and and, and and things like that. You know, shooting star presses and things like that. Core screws shooting star presses and shit. You know. You need just people like Jeff Hardy to be able to f- jump off the ladder. Come on. How many of us remember? All of us remember even to the day. People who weren't even born to that time period can take their mind to that time period of, that, of Jeff Hardy jumping off that... Like 99 foot ladder. Doing a swan time. You're not seeing Bobby Lashley do that. No. Because he is a brawler. He's a, he's, exactly. He's a brawler type. You have to have different types. You got to have your submission specialists. You know. Everybody remember Crispin Wah. I say his name. Because he was good as shit. I, I, I can't deny it. He was a submission specialist. But he wasn't big as Bobby Lashley. He wasn't big as Roman Reigns. If he was still alive, he would have he would beat Roman Reigns for the title already. He still been wrestling, by the way. <laughs> you, you, you see, like, oh, oh my God, he, he he good. But he doesn't need to be big as shit. No, he's good. He can fly off the top rope. He can do you know submission maneuvers. Which slows the pace of the match, which allows for you to eat up more time. Because if you have only three matches on, you don't want big beefy dudes, you know, all just look like they're windy and, uh, and and out of shape, just you know, slapping against each other. You're gonna get bored of that. But you have a submission specialist. You can see the person is in pain and trying to endure the pain and try to get out of the uh, submission maneuver. Mason, you always need a David, David, David and Goliath. Kimberly, I was literally about to get to that. I was literally about to get to that. You can have your people who are big as uh, Omos and, you know, Greg Khali and your, 
you know, Rey Mysterio's who actually beat Great Khali, you know, which literally was David versus Goliath. You know, you had those things like that. Right? <laughs> you had those things like that. We you had those matches. You know, you need a good squash match. You're going to need to have somebody that's going to be big, beefy, meaty. But you're not going to have a good squash match with another big, beefy, meaty dude. It ain't going to look real. Roman Reigns has a squash match against Bobby Lashley. How are you going to squash Bobby Lashley? It ain't going to look right. You don't think that WD just putting this dude, trying to put this dude over. But he'll be able to do that to Rey Mysterio, though, wouldn't he? He'll be able to do that to Dominic now, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, he'll be able to do that to Ricochet now, wouldn't he? You need dudes like that. You need dudes who can who can take the fall and be beaten easily. Take a look, I just take a look from Bob, not just Roman Reigns. Talk about uh, Drew McIntyre. Oh, he needs a good squash match. He's not going to go against Rey Mysterio. He's not going to go against, you know, somebody like, you know, Ricochet. Oh, what about Sami Zayn, though? You see, you need different body types. Quick fires, the brawlers who can do punch and kick and do shit. Then you need you, your hybrids. You need your hybrids, which are your Olympians, you know, who can, you know, go and do, who can do maneuvers. Your Christian Wise, you know, who can do those type of fist fighting, but do some high flying actions as well. You need people like Omos in there, you know, who big stocky guy. That can, you know, not necessarily be tall, but he's big and wide, right? He gets you a reason why he can win a match against a small dude. Then you got your people, you know, like uh, Veer. He's a brawler, but he can have a little bit of, he has a submission maneuver a little bit. He needs different body types. And then you got people... You know, like Eddie Kingston. Do you think that someone... Each, like you said... Each like, body type is athletically different. Exactly. Different. And then you got Eddie Kingston. The average guys. People who can, like you said before, Alexis, they can see themselves in that ring. Eddie Kingston doesn't look like anybody outside of that damn arena in AEW. If somebody hopped the damn gate... You look, they'll look like Eddie Kingston. But yeah. And you hear the story that's going on with Eddie Kingston. You know, basically been in jail. <laughs> right? We're trying to kill a dude. Um, do you believe that? Do you think he's, he hadn't done that? Now, if you were superhumanly cut like Bobby Lashley, come on, dude. I ain't gonna believe you've been in you know, been like that. You know, I'm sorry. I'm not going to believe you've been in a regular state jail like everybody else. You look like you got washboard abs and muscles on top of muscles. But Eddie Kingston, yeah, he can say he's been in jail like a regular dude. He look like he did that shit. You know, you say he can put somebody in the dirt. Oh, yeah, I believe Eddie Kingston would do it for real. <laughs> it was probably if he actually if he, oh something comes up he actually murdered somebody like oh okay Bobby Lashley no he was in the Marines of course he probably did but that's not murder that's that's legal 
That's protecting the country at that time period. <laughs> you know, it gives you that that you know type of belief and thing, and gives you the type of matches you can have with different people. You know, ever since Mick Foley came about, he changed the whole narrative of having your big beefy dude. Mick Foley changed and said, "Oh no, almost any and everybody can be a wrestler." That's a wrestler between team, you and me. Alexis, you wanted to be a wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Guess what? You think it would? You would look at her and you would say, "Nah, that can't happen. She's too short, too soggy." Say what now? If she put the effort in, in the match, yes, she would. Wait, Guess say, put the matches in the training, put the match, put the effort into the match. Because McFoley showed. Like, the only thing it is, needed, is like, for, for especially women, well, I should say, you got the, even the heavier guys, like the oldest and whatnot, you know, the person who is a bigger person like me, or who, you know, they see someone who's 600 pounds, well, not 600 pounds, let's just be realistic, 300 pounds, that's all almost 300 pounds doing stuff like that it makes you say oh wow if i could have had the train or the training i could do that too exactly and it it matters you know yes you know (laughs) and it matters to heather yes it does because if you can see that that gives you more belief in the things that's going on in the ring you know like man always said it you know, perspective is reality. In this situation, you got to have the belief that things happen. You know, somebody like me, you know, if I was in, you know, WWE, you can see me as a, you know, curtain jerker type dude. Dare to get squashed. You know, talent enhancement, as they call them. But... Let's say me against Omos. You can see that's a squash match coming, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what McMahon wants you to believe. But now, Omos and Bobby Lashley. He squashed Bobby Lashley. You gonna like he just come out there, smack him around, and Bobby just flawed all out. Like a guy, like a uh, flavor on uh, um, failing tube man. You gonna be like, come on, Bobby, you big as shit. That's that's not real. He's just flailing all over the place, rolling. One hit makes him go flying halfway across the ring. You better check your food. I am about to. You ain't gonna believe that shit. But with me, I go halfway uh, flying across the ring. You like, oh damn, that's real. Hmm. I bet. Go ahead and talk. I'll check on the food. Yeah. You know, you also, it's, it's just the fact of believability. That's what it is. That you, you want, because like you said, you put two tall dudes, two big tall dudes together. How many matches, how many matches can they come up with? You know what I mean? How many, how many spots can they really do? You come up with two, 300 pound people. How many, how many spots and creativity can they come up with? And so you want the, the diversity of having different 
body types and athletic ability. Even though we're not talking about abilities of you know of what they training, but if you had the same type or same look of every person, it's gonna be boring and it's gonna be like. Oh well, we know this day he can't be do too, but so much because they all are the same. Exactly, and that's the thing that, like, I was trying to say as well. You know, they all the same. They can't, you can't everybody be the same. You know, <laughs> think about it. Even with the women, even though we expect most women to be Barbie dolls in wrestling. But you get your Nyla Rose. You get your Awesome Kongs. And by the way, I just love Awesome Kong from, from Impact. I know she went to WWE and had a different name, right? Kong, yeah. Yeah. I remember her because that's the last time I watched, I watched wrestling to about recently. And my God, she's my favorite. She's my favorite. Because she ate them Barbie dolls. And let's say you put a belt on that. You can see who cleaned out. Matter of fact, they already shown you. In AEW and in WWE. Who is the ones that are well known and winning a lot in those two franchises when it comes to women? Jay Carhill in AEW. Yes, and Barker Belair in WWE. Yes, you're strong, athletic type. They're not Barbies. They have to maybe slender. Type. They're not a model. Exactly. Type. They're not. They have to maybe slender. They're not big and you know fat and everything. But you can see them winning. You know. You can see them doing things. Like it's gonna be hard. To see somebody like Sasha Banks picking up and body slamming dude drop. But right? it's not impossible. It's not impossible, you know, for real. It's going to look kind of weird. It ain't like, oh, but you, she got to be extra, extra strong. But Bianca Belair do that KOD on the dude drop. We believe it's possible, but it's still, oh, wow, it's amazing, though. Mm-hmm. You can see. Jay Carhill beating Nyla Rose. Because she has that physique. You can understand why it's Jay Carhill has not... Stretch. Exactly. You can see why Jay Carhill hasn't, hasn't been beaten. Let's be real. It makes sense. You know, you need to have that. Because that believability comes in. And you have to have guys who you know can lose and understand why they lose. Via has gone against nothing more than paperweights compared to himself, right? But it makes sense why he's going through, running through. You know, he's going against Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Like I said, they barely come halfway to his ball sack. So, yeah, I'm going to just rip you apart. It's believable. You wouldn't believe that if it were, he was tossing around like a paperweight. Well, he was tossing almost like around like a paperweight. Oh, oh, 
Oh, and he flying halfway across the ring. You gonna like, come on now, this is goddamn acting. <laughs> right? You understand that? He ain't tossing around Paul White because that's who he is, I think, in AEW. <laughs> no. AKA Big Show from people like me who remember him when he used to wrestle. No, you ain't tossing that. He's 500 pounds. You ain't tossing him around like he a rag doll. Come on. But him against Omos? Oh, yeah, you see him against Omos, you can see him winning against Omos. Because he is strong, like Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley may not be as tall, but he is strong. His reason why the match between Bobby Lashley and Omos was that epic. Because there's still believability he can win. Right? Mm-hmm. You ain't believing that Omos is going to... That AJ Styles had any chance in the matter against Omos? When he went against Omos? Come on, be real with yourself. You knew that going away. He was not winning. Like, don't lie to yourself. He knew he was not winning. <laughs> what you gonna do? Shot land front arm, before arm? He, what's he gonna have? You gonna get tree slam? Jump right into his arms, tree slam him. Bam. Right? That's the reason why you see Bobby Lashley flinging around the Usos. Even though they're WWE Tag Champions, they're nothing. They're paperweights. Like, almost literally, they're paperweights. And body size. <laughs> like, yeah. You need to have everyone of different types. You need to have your guys with the guts out there. You know. Because you believe that they're going to be the ones that are going to be in there for a fight. You know. You need it for storytelling. <laughs> Thank you. Excuse me. I was trying to sneeze right there. As you can see. You need it for storytelling. <laughs> mm, excuse me. Yeah, thank you. You need it for storytelling purposes. And these storytelling purposes is basically how you craft the whole match and everything like that. How you make things more believable. You know, MJF opened our eyes to it. With Wardlow. The guy has some believability. You believe... He let, he told us, like, you believe that he couldn't wrestle? Like, no shit. Like, I, I did not believe he couldn't wrestle. I already knew he could. When I first saw him, the first thing I thought was, God damn, he one of the best wrestlers I'm going to see. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen, seen him wrestle, actually. But we do know. He can't, obviously, if Tony Khan signed him to a goddamn motherfucking contract, this motherfucker has to be able to wrestle. Even though he wasn't allowed to. I was mad about that too because like the, the match ended too quickly. You should have allowed him to come out there, give Warlow a fight of his life, because it would have been shocking to see that. Oh wait, he can actually fucking wrestle. What the hell? Yeah, and then like yeah, you know, like you thought I was putting him that I couldn't actually wrestle. Mm-hmm. Ah, gave gave you a four thought it was gonna be a, a walk in the park with Warlow. Ah, yeah, right. And then, you know, of course, Wolo just wins afterwards. That's what I was actually expecting, by the way. Now, maybe it ended that way because MJF in, in contract negotiations with Tony Khan wasn't working out. And he decided to tell Wolo, let's just go ahead and floss you. 
go ahead, get this, get your, you know, Powerbomb Symphony in, and I go home. Maybe that's the case. I'm hoping that's the case. I hope that's what we find out because if it, Tony Khan did decide to say he come out there and just get squashed. I'm like, yeah, he may just want to go to WWE. And that's the first time I'm actually saying that AEW versions of leave. <laughs> but that's a whole different subject. But you believe that. You see what way I said it, a wrestling match or him being squashed. Because they look like they, that either can happen. Wardlow was still big and beefy. And stocky. He can actually do that to MJF. MJF is an actual wrestler. He can see him actually having an actual wrestling match with the man. You need bodies like that. Yes, every, like you don't have to have your, you know, everyone super humanly cut. You had your guys with the guts and whatnot. They fully proved that. As long as you, as long as they put some effort in, they can become just about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have guys doing things. You need to have those different type of bodies. You do, because you know, that's how you get WWE, that's how you get AEW, that's how you get wrestling over. You know, look at Malachi Black. Hmm. I think one of his best um, maneuvers, his finisher, is literally a fucking roundhouse kick. Why? Because he's a big guy. He's like Roman Reigns doing the damn roundhouse kick. You ain't seeing Roman doing a roundhouse kick on the person. Yes, he's going to be down. <laughs> right? Respect that. You know, that's surprising. Yay. But you're not going to expect Malachi Black to be doing a 619. Right. But you need those 619s. So you need those guys who's about as small as Ray Mysterio to be to dive through those ropes like that. <laughs> Go ahead and finish talking and check on the food again. Yeah, basically, you just, you just said everything. You didn't say anything. You just need the, the different shapes and bodies to make things happen and look realistic. So, that's what it is. You know, you just need people to do... You need a variety of looks because if you had the same look, same shapes, it's going to be a very stale product. So, you know, you just got to do some, just like, if you look at potatoes, it ain't, if you, it just all you, you had was just plain potatoes, the plain, plain potatoes. Yeah, I like playing with potato chips, but sometimes I like barbecue, sometimes I like sour cream, sometimes I like salt and vinegar, sometimes I like honey barbecue. If you, I like the variety. Oh, gosh. I like the variety of chips. I'll get very, get very, disappointed. I'll get very disappointed for eating just basic plain potato chips all the time. Exactly. You know, you need to have your, like I said, it's about your flavor, right? You can't have, you know, 
30 Roman Reigns in, in, in your damn, you know, in, in your wrestling organization. It's going to get kind of boring very, very fast. I mean, think about it. Roman Reigns don't jump off the turnbuckle at all, period, by the way. None of his matches does he deal all on top of the turnbuckle. He doesn't climb on the turnbuckle. Alpha. So you're going to have that sitting there and nobody's going to jump off of it. Why would you do that? No, give me my Luchasaurus. Give me my Canes, by the way. They are tall. They are tall, but, uh, but athletic as hell. But agile. You know, it takes not for nothing. We know Kane can do a drop kick. He already done it in real life. Hell, Kane did a Hurricane Ronda on somebody. <laughs> he can do a clothesline from off the top rope. That's one of his go-to maneuvers. Hell, Undertaker routinely walked a tightrope on the <laughs> called it old school. You need that athleticism because it makes the match more believable. So that everybody have the same sizes. And that's everybody being the same size and and doing the same thing. It gets boring. You need body types so you can see people. You can understand. It gives more of, you know, some of that shock and awe sometimes too. Every time you see Keith Lee jump over the top turnbuckle or the top rope or do something agile or like jumping over a person. You are like, wow, man that size can move like that. He shouldn't be able to. Shouldn't be able to, but he can. But he does. He gets that, wow, every time. And we know Keith Lee can do it. I don't know if he's in the match uh, tomorrow. I know he's on Sunday, if I'm right. <laughs> Guess you're going to see. Big motherfucker's going to jump over somebody. And still going to be, wow. Because it never gets old. But seeing big guys slug it out every goddamn time, match in, match out, gets old pretty fucking fast. Seeing your bodybuilders all the time, gets old pretty fast. You need guys who got guts. Because it's just not the that. people, it's, it's just the the people you're seeing out there in the crowd need to, need to be able to, you know, see people like that. Because, you know, they're like, man, if I was in that ring, I'd give that man a real fight. Actually, they would. <laughs> and, you know, Eddie Kingston showed that. First time I watched AEW and saw that man, I was like, that's Eddie Kingston? This dude look like he just came straight out the fucking crowd. That's what the first thing I thought. Like, this somebody out of the crowd? Did he pick? And he went against Jericho. I was like, hold up. That's my boy Chris Jericho. He actually fighting Chris Jericho? Jericho gotta go out and do all his old school bag of tricks going to the Dead Man 2000 with the lion salt? <laughs> he brought some out cold breakers? Like, damn. This Eddie Kingston dude actually giving him a fight. Mm-hmm. And it's believable. It's believable. 
Now, if Eddie Kingston was Roman Reigns, real truthfully, you're like, man, just eat Chris Jericho. <laughs> Seriously, you be thinking, stop fucking around, just eat Chris Jericho. Eat him. Yum. You know, give him that guillotine and call it a day. It's all about having different types of bodies, different types of individuals. And if they have the actual ability to push themselves over and create a character that people actually believe in and like and push and get themselves over, then who gives a shit? Right. I can tell you right now, Alexis would be one of the best goddamn motherfucking wrestlers out there. Wanna know why? Because while everybody else is out there going in out there for a goddamn paycheck, what she's gonna do? She out there for what? Because she wanna be out there. She like it. So what she gonna do? Oh, she'll jump on the turnbuckle real quick, fast in a hurry. Shit. Put me in the hell in the cell with Roman Reigns, we ain't gonna tell him. Throw my bitch ass off the goddamn off the cell. Put me through the goddamn ring. I will sandbag the shit out of, out of this shit until you throw me on through the goddamn cage. You and you're like, oh my god, wow. You have people like that because they enjoy being there. And those are the ones that get over. Hence why you got people like McFoley that's so believable and so lovable. You need people like that. Who the crowd can see. Who can get a match. People can put themselves in, the, in their body, basically. And get over to people. Seeing the same bodybuilders over and over and over again really ain't going to be able to do it. No one's going to want to see that. Nobody's going to like that. How many times can you have bodybuilders on top of bodybuilders? It gets old very quickly. You need to have that shock and all that, you know, amazement, that, you know, crowd pleasing things where you jumping over the ropes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And be real with you, those small, linky dudes are the ones that can do it. Adam Cole is the one that can do it. You know? You actually have your Samoa Joes too, by the way. How many of us think in Samoa Joe, you know, somebody gonna go like Roman Reigns actually just be able to put somebody like Samoa Joe out? No, Samoa Joe looked like a real fighter. Well, he is, but either way, he has a gut. But since he goes out there and gives a 200% of himself, you can see Samoa Joe. And see yourself in some mojo and some mojo situation. That's a lot of people out there. I have you know family friends that look like some mojo, really. You know, gut, but can fight. Got hands to death hmm. because they do that MMA stuff. More likely, you get more guys like that that do the MMA and UFC. You always get the, you know, Bobby Lashley's doing it. The Brock Lesnar's doing it. Shit, I can see Brock Lesnar actually losing some more Joe. I wouldn't be surprised. 
but you have the body, he has the body to do it. That's why you don't always need these bodybuilders. Yes, I do know where, you know, I'll say it because it's getting closer to us. I'm supposed to uh, call it close. I can definitely give Booker T his, his due on this because it's not just one-sided because he's right. Sometimes you do need to put on some weight because that weight allows for other things to be able to take the those bumps. You know, that's why you see the bigger guys lasting longer because they can take bumps. You know, now later on down the road, yes, you want to cut some weight down and be, and change your mood sets and things like that. But during your prime years, you want to have something there to eat those, those that, that bumps and stuff like that. So I can understand where he was coming from. But he also needs to know, like, bro, that can't work. <laughs> Sometimes you got to trade off your longevity for what you can get out right now. Because people are not going to want to see that. This is still entertainment. Sports entertainment. AEW is still sports entertainment, even though they're wrestlers. <laughs> That's the point. You need to have that. It need to be more believable. That's what it's all about. You got anything else you want to say to us? No. You know? Just, you know, just got to... You gotta be, you gotta like different stuff. You gotta, it has to be different for things, to, you know, for wrestlers to work. You can't have all the same type looks, looks because then ain't nobody gonna watch it. Exactly. You know, why does America work so well? Diversity. And that's the point about wrestling as well. And it's not just between skin color, skin color and ethnicity. It's also about body size and things like that. You got to be able to get yourself over and be believable. You know, I said uh, said Alexis can be one of the best wrestlers out there. Guess what? She can start flying around that ring. Hmm. And she could. To get a little bit more athletic. Yeah, she would. Guess what? They would be like, what? Had the training, yeah. Had the training, you sure could. They'll tell you about a way to stretch your body to get those li- those limbs all loose and have you jump around and shit. Guess what? They're like, oh, what? And then you had t- had a situation where people will be able to lift you up sometimes. The little, uh, like, um, you can have a little weight gain and you just sandbag it mm-hmm. a bit. Like, wait, she's fast and athletic and she can... I mean, seriously, you look at it, you see that. Like, oh, yeah. It won't be surprising. You know? You can see a Nikki Ash not be able to pick her up. She tried to slam her, then she's just like, bam, just sandbag. And she then there, throw her back out. And she's in Alexis clothesline her. And then she jumps on the top rope. You're like, oh, wow. She's athletic. And everything like that. Oh, damn. She better beat some of these Barbie dolls. Because she has the body type to be able to say it. But guess what? She's not muscle. She's not muscle. But people won't give a damn. <laughs> they will say, yeah, I can see her doing that. 
It's nothing but a big ass uh, medicine bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, if you look at it, like, yeah, she's a damn medicine bowl. No joke. No joke. She can jump off the top turnbuckle and do it like a damn like splash. Who's so splash and crush the damn bitch and almost kill her. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but that's the point. You need that. You need to accept people like that. You know, you need those small, linky guys that can get beat. You need those big guys that can, you know, brawl and whatnot. You need the submission specialist type dudes who can do some uh, maneuvers off the top rope, but, you know, aren't doing crazy shit. You know, you need your super tall heavyweight guys who's the Andre Giant type individuals. You need your guys in between those with the cane unthinkers who can be a little bit athletic, but, you know, tall as hell still. Your Luchasauruses. Then you got your Eddie Kingston's. Who are the guys that just like to fight and whatnot, got a gut like crazy, but can throw hands like hell. You need that. Because you need a diversity. And be able to get that be able to get people over. So yes, wrestlers need to some wrestlers need to put on weight. You know, I do believe Adam Cole more likely he wanted to, you know, get more out of himself. Eventually he probably would put some weight on. And yes, maybe muscle. But he doesn't have to do it right now. Never 10, 15 years. Yeah, I can see him putting on muscle. Think about what The Rock did. During his journey, he just was a small, linky dude. But then decided, all right, let me go ahead and bulk up for, for movies and whatnot. And then he can still wrestle. He changed his movesets up a bit. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the point. So let him do what he do. You know, I'm pretty sure he will change up his bu- his his body size just to get him over, you know, and last long long. But that comes on down the road when he he will cross that road when he needs to. And allow for wrestling to be what it is, very diverse. You have different types of individuals and body types. We all doing one thing, trying to entertain people. Anything else? No. Right? Thank you said everything we need to say, right? Mm-hmm. Allow people to be people. Come on, be real. It's allow them to be people. You know? And allow these wrestlers to come out there. It's getting to the point now where just about any body type can be a wrestler. As long as you put the effort in, really. And that's pretty much what it should be anyway. Because we've seen that with McFoley. You know, don't judge a person by their looks. Judge them by their work ethic and see the things they're willing to try to do and watch what happens I'm pretty sure that Booker T should have known that knowing for the fact that he's been wrestling with people like Mick Foley you can't think of a many you don't think of that many highlights without at least one Popping up with Mick Foley in it. 
<laughs> so, body types be down. <laughs> anyway, this is going to be where I end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast, give me a five-star rating. And definitely keep a lookout tomorrow. I'm going to do the, you know, live stream on YouTube. You know, with the wrestling update, I'm going to, you know, get my top five individuals who can beat Roman Reigns. I'm going to do more, like I said, with the podcast here, with the comparison between AEW and WWE. And just talk pretty much about wrestling. You know, give you guys, as long as I possibly can give you talking about wrestling right trust me you'll be surprised who's my number one guy I told you one even this is person who I'll select even if Cody Rose wasn't injured I'll give you a little give you that right there a little tease this person I was selecting regardless if Cody Rose was injured or not who should have a big push. Individual I see having an actual realistic two-year reign. I'm talking about doing what Roman Reigns is doing right now, but actually putting the title on the line and actually squashing people. This individual who I see doing that. Yeah. And once you see what it is, you understand it. But anyway, this is what I'm going to put it to an end. Later, guys. Say bye. See ya. See you guys.